Do you ever just need to take back control of your day? Maybe it started off on the wrong foot. And you're like, oh, shoot, I need to reverse that. Back it all straight up. Listen, y'all, we're going to talk today with someone who says that you can take back control of your days in these little, small ways. And doing so just might make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into these simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, family? How you doing? How's it going? How's your new year? Starting off, I guess we're almost done with this month. It's nuts how freaking fast life goes by, isn't it? If you're new around here, each episode, we hope to give you a tiny little bite-sized actionable step to make your brain happy, help you enjoy your life just a little bit more. But before we get started, since you're a fan of this podcast, you are clearly, clearly someone who is striving to live your best life. Well, if you want to learn even more about how to create a healthy mindset, sustainable habits, and a lifestyle that you love, you got to check out the Change Academy podcast. Do you remember Monica and Brock? I interviewed both of them individually. They're incredible human beings and the host of this show. The Change Academy podcast is a good place to start. They are true pros with decades of nutrition and fitness expertise and lifestyle coaching experience. On their show, Change Academy podcast, they turn the sweated business of behavioral change into a doable and fun project. You know, that's what we're about. Her up on her. So whatever your age, your experience level, your life goals, the Change Academy podcast will get you well on your way to becoming your best self. Check them out. Find out more at the changeacademypodcast.com. Tell them your girl Heather sent you. And after you do that, get ready to take back control of your day. Listen, we have Reese Keller with us, who is a family first believer, professional engineer, and serial entrepreneur who runs ReeseKeller.com. And he is here to share with us how to take back control of our day in these little tiny ways. There was an interesting article that came out in the psychology today. I think it was the journal of, gosh, I think it was the journal of personality and social psychology. And this was way back when this was in 2011 and they did this huge study and they found that people who felt the happiest ranked the contributions of what was leading them to be so happy. Mm-hmm. And the one that came out on top by a landslide was this feeling of autonomy. Mm-hmm. And psychology today defined that autonomy word as the feeling that our life, its activities, its habits are self-chosen and self-endorsed. Mm-hmm. And I think if we go along with that and we say, you know what, taking control, feeling like we are in charge of our day to day if that truly does lead to this state of feeling happy and content in life, then it's certainly not just limited to the big decisions of life. Hmm. It can't just be, I've taken control over where I went to school or who I, you know, married, or if I started a family or not, or did I make a big job decision or when am I going to retire? Those are huge take control moments in our life. Hmm. But every day, our days are filled with these micro moments, almost these small nuances where we're either 
the ones dictating what we're going to do and how we're going to respond, or we're just being constantly bombarded, pushed, and pulled along by other people. Now, I think taking control and having autonomy falls into two parts. One of those is intentionality and intentional living. And the other one would be taking responsibility. One I think is more fun than the other, but both I think are important to feeling uh, like we have autonomy. Now you had mentioned, how can we do this in little ways, right? Um, it's not just the big things. So one of those little ways that I've implemented in my own life is simply when I'm gonna wake up. And it's such a small, insignificant, though pretty significant thing and a decision to make, when are we gonna wake up? Because here's what we're faced with. The alarm goes off in most households across the country, the alarm goes off and it's either really close to when you gotta go and you gotta get to work or you gotta get to practice or you gotta get to school or the alarm goes off well in advance. And if the alarm goes off and the first thing you have to do is rush out of bed, get dressed, get clean, mm -hmm. eat some breakfast, rush out the door, get on the road and you know get bombarded with crazy drivers, your life really has been subjected to other people, other events and other constraints on your time. But in my own life, what I found, and I've been doing this for probably a good, I don't wanna date myself, but maybe one or two decades, is I wake up at about 4.30 in the morning. And some people are early birds and some people are night right. owls and that's fine. But the reason I wake up so early is because what I've found is that if I don't get to decide how I spend some of my time throughout the day, then I won't yes. feel that content. I'll feel restless. I'll feel like I'm constantly pouring myself out for other people and not myself. I won't feel as satisfied. And I'll feel like there's something just missing and lacking in my life. But if I were to wake up early and I have a spouse, three kids, and yep. so there's a lot of demands on my time and, and work. If I wake up early and I get to do what I consider me time, which is whatever, whether it's reading, exercising, making a good breakfast, getting ready for the day ahead, whatever that is, the, the earlier I can fit in time for me, when that time is up and it's time to focus on work, focus on the children, focus on my spouse, I won't feel like, hey, what about me? Because mm -hmm. I will have already taken care of me. Yeah. And so for me, um, the days that I feel most satisfied, especially at work in the middle of a stressful environment, are the days that I had that me time in the morning. I woke up early. You know, I did some exercise. Mm -hmm. I ate right. Maybe I did some reading and some prayer time or some meditation time. And whatever it is, I feel happier and more content because I took control yep. over that time when I could before other people and other things started bombarding me. Yep. Now that's something that's just, that's just really small, right? Mm -hmm. But when we think about intentionality, the whole point, whether it's early in the morning or late at night or in the middle of the day is, am I being intentional with the use of my time and how I'm spending it for the benefit of me and those around me? Me waking up early or somebody else maybe staying up late to focus on something specific and being intentional about that time allows us to take care of something that's a higher priority in our life. Yeah. That maybe if we didn't set that time aside, we would always kind of have this nagging feeling like, gosh, I wish I did more of this thing, or I wish I had a little bit more time to relax. Or, I wish I could read more. Or, I wish I could do this. And just feeling like we never can also makes us feel like we're not in control 
of our life. Like our life Mm -hmm. is just being dictated by the time constraints and those around us. Apart from just, you know, waking up or choosing what we want to do with our time, we really can't assume that it's up to anybody else to help us with this. Mm-hmm. And what I've found typically is if we don't take control and responsibility for setting these, these little tiny decisions aside for ourselves, nobody else is going to. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to make you prioritize what's important and then set aside time to do it. Yep. And so on one hand, we need to make good decisions. And on the other hand, we say, you know what? my level of contentment and happiness for my day is up to me as much as I can control. Yeah. And I'll give you a good example. Everybody meets these crazy drivers when you're, when you're driving to work when you're driving home, right? Somebody's going to cut you off. Somebody's going to sit at that green light and not go for a long period of time. And you're going to have the horn, right? So we're, we're dealing with other people throughout the day. But we can be intentional in how we react and respond to what those people do, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a good example. Um, I was driving the other day, and one of those crazy drivers zipped up beside me, zipped in in front of me, and then proceeded to zip around and just speed off. And who knows how far they went before they got into an accident or got arrested. But in that moment, the moment that person cut me off, I realized I was faced with a decision. I could either react and respond to what they did and let them kind of be in control over my emotions, you know, what a jerk, you know, and swerve my car, break, whatever. Or I could say, you're welcome, buddy. You know, Hmm. there you go. You know, hope, hope you get to where you need to go. Hope it's not an emergency back off a little bit and just not, not worry about it because we're taking control over how we are reacting to those types of situations. Or if you're at the grocery store and, and somebody either cuts in front of you there or the line is taking forever, we typically don't realize how often we're letting other people dictate our responses internally and externally. But we have the ability to take control. And I've done it and I've seen other people do it. And what you'll find is the people who say, you know what, despite those other external factors that are influencing my life, I'm going to decide to do. A, B, or C. I'm going to decide to react or not react. And taking control really gives you this level of contentment that other people can see. They say, how did you remain so calm in that situation? It's not because you weren't offended. It's not because you weren't hurt. It's not because you weren't scared. And this is an unsafe thing that just happened. But it's simply that this outside force is doing something. They don't need to control me. I can control how I react. Now I might react by calling 911 and having that person taken off the road, right? Or I can react by just giving them some more distance. Mm-hmm. I can react in different ways. So I have to take responsibility for the intentional decisions I make. And, and I really firmly believe that if we try to make as many intentional decisions throughout the day that give us a sense of autonomy, it really does lead to a great deal of contentment and satisfaction. Grace, sometimes I do super good at what you're talking about. I'm like on point, somebody does something and I'm feeling it. And I'm like, you know what? Go ahead, Roger, go ahead and cut me off. Or, you know, fighting with my husband. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let you win this argument. And, you know, I, I do good sometimes, you know, when my meditation game's on, I've been getting up early, I've been drinking my green juice, I've been bobbing, you know. But sometimes, sometimes your girl, like, 
the day slips by and although I'll be Zen life Monday through Friday, Saturday hits and it just gets away from me. And I find myself at two 16 in the afternoon and I'm like, today sucked. And I I'm taking responsibility. I know that I did not respond the way that I needed to, but it's that spiral effect. And I want to catch myself and kind of reverse back and take control the rest of the day, even if it's just a couple more hours and that's hard. So when we're in this state of like, I get what you're saying, Reese, but I let it go today and I'm just in a pissed off mood and I want to reverse it. How do we? It is so natural to what I would call want to wait for that perfect condition for a reset, right? Like you <laughs> right. see this on tomorrow, you see this on New Year's <laughs> Day, right? You see this on New Year's Day. Everybody's waiting until January 1st to make that New Year's resolution, right? Like very mm. few people are resolving to do anything. December 23rd, right? Yes, like correct. we just don't do that. We want to wait for the first of the year, the first of the month, the first of the week. Let's start on Sunday or start yep, on Monday. Yep. But just like you said, there it reminds me of this amazing marriage and family book by Dr. Emerson Eggers. It talks about um, love and respect and how to just create this very loving environment within your own home. And in it, it talks about this thing called the crazy cycle. And people can get onto the crazy cycle where it's just one negative thing after another. And one spouse is doing something that's causing the other spouse to do something. And they just kind of keep feeding into this crazy spinning Mm. cycle. Right. But the big key idea was either person in the relationship has the power to get off the crazy cycle, Mm. to stop feeding that spiral of negativity. Right. And so we, just like you said, at any point we can say, I'm going to stop. Like, I am going to get off this crazy ride. I'm not going to wait until tomorrow morning. Like, I'm going to get off right now. And despite how I acted, despite how I reacted, despite what's happened to me today, at this point right now, none of it really matters. Moving forward, this is what's going to happen. Let me just reset. And so I love what you said, but I guess my challenge to myself and everybody listening is that we don't need to wait until the perfect condition hits mm-hmm. the reset, we can do it right now. And sometimes that's the most powerful lesson because you do realize to your point, how we are co-creating like our reality. And um, we have a lot more power than we think we do instead of being a victim. Yeah. So true. It reminds me of I was driving the other day and there was another crazy driver out there. And so it kind You've of had a lot of crazy wild. driver experiences, haven't you? Yeah, a lot of crazy. <laughs> I live in a big city, yeah. but um you know, so he was kind of crazy and I kind of felt like I was getting a little like frustrated, you know, not externally, but more internally, just processing it. Mm. And so next thing I know, I feel like I'm driving a little bit more aggressively too. And so just what you said, it's like that external thing mm. just became an internal thing. And now I'm doing the same thing. And here yeah. we are on this crazy cycle where yeah. there's zero intention. I didn't think yeah. about, you know, driving like this or acting like this in advance and just reacting to stimulus, right? But we really can be intentional and say, you know what? I'm going to take control. I'm going to do me. And whatever yeah. I do from this point forward, I'm going to be autonomous. And it's going to make me feel much more content. Make sure you connect with Reese at ReeseKeller.com. That is linked in the show notes. And before we go, Reese, anything else? You know, I think the one thing that I would love to share with people, um, everyone, I think, has a tendency to wait for somebody else to come along and say, let me be a mentor to you. Let me guide you. Let me give you some good advice. But this might be the first step of taking responsibility and being intentional by 
sitting down and thinking about who could I invite into my life? Not necessarily in a deep way, but who could I rub shoulders with? Who could I reach out to and say, I admire what you're doing, or you appear to have achieved some level of success mm. in this field that I'm interested in. Do you think I could pick your brain? Do you think I could ask you some, some questions? That will put people on not a spiral of negativity, but on a spiral staircase of incredible, incredible yeah. things because so many doors get opened when we simply step out kind of in, in boldness and courage and ask somebody else to just pour into our life a little bit. You don't know where it's going to take you. So. Yep. Step out and just ask. You don't know where that is going to take you. I don't know if you have been like me. I've had a history, I guess, of, of wanting mentors, wanting more people in my life and really struggling for that. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that has fallen a lot back on me because I haven't sought that out. I kind of, I remember when I was younger, wanting people to just come and kind of volunteer to help me. <laughs> and now that I'm, you know, getting up older in my 30s, I'm realizing that so much of it is my own initiative and just asking. So I really love that Reese shared that because it's true. It's true. Ask, ask for help. Reach out to somebody. You never know where it's going to take you, like he said. Now, listen, my friends, whether it is using minions, yeah, minions, to help you relax, loving on plants for mental health, or taking back control of your day in these little tiny ways. We just hope you take a moment for it yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain going. happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.